Welcome to Sisterhood Meets Motherhood, the podcast where two goddesses who happen to be related by marriage discuss all things family, purpose, sisterhood, faith, spirituality, and all the other divinely messy parts of womanhood. Every other week, Kendra and Sophie unmask from all the daily roles required of the modern woman to bring you refreshing and truthful conversations that remind you that you are, in fact, never alone on the journey. Welcome to episode three. This is going to be a really fun topic all about letting go. (laughs) And yes, I think of Elsa when I say that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's going to be really, really awesome to tap into this and connect with you all and just the journey of life and all the things. And so it is a Saturday morning. Sophie and I are only one time zone apart, which is unique and won't be for much longer. And we just want to connect with you guys and hopefully you can feel this sisterhood connection between Sophie and I as we just have these everyday talks over coffee and um, conversation. So to start off, Sophie, how are you being in this moment? Well, I think we've mentioned this before, but often we record a couple episodes at a time. Um, And so it's always really fun to just, yeah, get our coffees or our matcha and sit down and like dive in. So I'm coming off our last conversation around glimmers, but it also involved looking at some triggers and I shared my personal story of some recent hard moments. And so I'm definitely feeling like, like I just had a therapy session. Like I'm like, wow, I could like go, I could take a nap. (laughs) Something just processed. And so I think it's a perfect time to talk about, and then just like release and letting go and moving on and not being in this present moment. So that feels really good to be here on this topic now. Kendra, it funny. Go ahead. I was just saying, it's funny how that episode really does just like roll and piggyback into this one of like, we brought awareness to the fact that those triggers are internal for us and that you have to let go of them. So we didn't even mean to plan that, but of course it just happens that we had this episode follow up that one. So if you're listening to them back to back, this is actually a perfect way to just release. How are you being? I'm with you. Sometimes when, you know, I got a little teared up last episode, just being real and it, it feels so good, but it is so funny that these really are like these counseling therapy sessions for me as well. And whenever you like download and teach me about the therapy tools or just getting to speak it out loud, like just to say things out loud, I think it's such a beautiful thing that release of the energy and emotions and stuff that are coming up good and bad and beautiful and ugly. It's nice to just be able to speak mm-hmm. it out and, and get it out. Totally. And so, yeah, I'm doing really, really good. I, I love connecting with you and, you know, I'm in this transition phase, like you guys know, heading to Italy. And at the same time, even though I like got no sleep last night, we did the birthday party, like at midnight, we did the birthday cake. It was late. I was like, I don't even want to sleep. I want to, even though I'm a little bit tired and feel crazy, I want to jump on here and connect with Sophie. Cause I always leave recording these podcasts with like so much energy and just like calmness and 
that's the whole point of this. And that we hope that that resonates across for you guys as you listen and, um, and feel the same way. So let's dive in letting go. I want to hear this one was your, your kind of idea, this topic, um, this episode. So I want to know where your personal experience with this, like resonates. I just have a pattern of holding. Like I have to work so hard on letting things go and releasing. If something happens relationally, I'm like, it's like crunchy and tight. Like I cannot let go of things. But the beautiful thing is that once I do let go, it's gone. Like I have this pattern where I'm like mad about that or I'm holding onto this or you don't get it. And then as soon as the thing integrates, I'm totally cool with it. Whereas Kendall might be like, wait a second. I thought you were like really upset about that. I was like, no, don't you remember? I'm not anymore. Like, it's like, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of a funny pattern. And then I also have some um, thyroid hormonal issues I've had since I was 12. And I, with that comes patterns of constipation. So like on a body level, I get really stuck. We're going to go real deep into womanhood stuff here. I know you all get this, so we don't have to pretend it's not a thing, but no. I'm going to share how, um, Kendra, you've been to my, yeah, Janie. Hydro- yeah, Janie, she does, um, colonics, like colon hydrotherapy. Maybe some of you've had that, but it's basically like a process of hydrating, like literally putting water up into your colon and then releasing all the toxic waste. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's something that's really supported me on my journey of like starting with the somatics of where I'm holding and then literally seeing the toxins that my body, my body just holds onto. And then how I feel when there's that, like that release after. So that's a really amazing tool for the letting go, but yeah, it's just something that I consistently have to work on. And if I don't do the things that I know I need to do in order to let go, which include like obviously taking care of my body to keep things flowing, my mind to like shift out of those triggers and more into that radical self-responsibility we talked about in the last one where I can let things go. And then also the nervous system. Like it's like if I'm pent up and in that fight or flight, it's like I'm holding. But if I do yoga for 30 minutes and meditate, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I just let go of something. It doesn't have to be such a story. So this is a big one for me that I think I'll always have to work on. I what love about you? so, so, so much. Um, yeah. So any, anyone on here, the colonic idea was like super intriguing to me, <laughs> but then also when like I Googled it and I had some friends that were like, oh no, don't do that. It's bad. But if you think about it, like emotionally and physically, everything is connected. And so it's externally, internally, like a lot of times the physical elements that are showing up in your body have an emotional root. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, when I first heard that, I'm like, that's crazy. Like that's Mm -hmm. woo woo stuff. But when you break it down and you start connecting times, when you heard this or this happened, it was like, there's a root of an emotional thing from it. And you'll be like, Oh, and start, start catching that here moving forward. Um, also there's like reflexology points and things in your body that tie into that. Like one that I loved, um, was during pregnancy, you have a reflexology point for your uterus. That's three fingers above your inside of your ankle. And so when you're pregnant and especially towards the end, it's very tender. And I think that's why they caution not to get pedicures. So they don't rub that too hard and like initiate anything, but our body is so amazing when you just stop. And like, if you just look at the whole body and all of the, you know, like this pressure point is connected to that knee and vice versa, like how your body connects is so powerful. And 
emotionally, when you're not being responsible and aware of things that are going on, it starts to build up and build up. And then it shows up in your shoulder being sore or your lower back. And what I love about you, Sophie, is like, you'll, you know, on our daily audio messages back and forth, you'll say something like, oh, my back is like hurting. I need to go to the chiropractor because I'm holding this. You always like give light to the fact that like, it's something going on in your life or there's big stuff Mm -hmm. happening. And I actually didn't know that you had like the constipation or thing with like all of that, but it makes sense. Right. Cause it is a buildup. Like your body's telling you, like you mentally are holding on to things, but then your body as well is going to, Mm -hmm. um, and when you were like the visual in my head, when you were saying like, I hold on to things so tight, but then when I let go, they're like, Boop. but it's mm-hmm. like tug of war. Right. And you're holding on so tight, but this thing is trying to get away from you. So it's mm-hmm. pulling so hard. So the minute you just let go, it like mm-hmm. away, it like literally shoots away from you because it had so much energy to go away. It, it, it doesn't want to be there. But you're the one holding on to it, you know? And so yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Yeah. I think since I was little, cause when I was little, I had a lot of anxiety. Like my mom said, I, I was just a sensitive little kid. And my mom said, I would always say like, I'm woeed. Like I would tell her that all the time. Like mm-hmm. I would just be worried about whatever. And when I look at it now, it, like I can really see it somatically in my body. And I had a lot of tummy aches. And I remember when I went to, um, a certain doctor once I moved to Colorado I was like is it this is it that she was like you're just constipated like you just are hold it you know she was like it's not you need to like go for walks and drink water mm-hmm. like it's like sometimes simple to just, and that's also what calms the mind and helps ease things so knowing that that's my work to like let go and let go and release um is so so helpful yeah what about for you though do you like because we have different makeups like we've talked in other episodes about how sometimes I am super anxious and forward thinking whereas sometimes you might hold on to things in the past more backward thinking when it comes to releasing and letting go do you feel like that's easier for you you know when we brought up this topic idea I was like oh I didn't really like it didn't really like connect in a way. Cause I was like, well, the beautiful part is we start talking as sisters and then I like can see your side of it as well. And initially I thought to myself like, Oh, I don't hold on to things. I just let it all go. Like it doesn't bother me in reality. I think I live this life of trying to like forgive and forget, but those triggers are things really do pull back, which is now in this therapy session for myself, making me realize that it is rooted very deep where externally or in my mind, I think I've let things go until I get to like a triggered space or mm-hmm. when things aren't all shimmery mm-hmm. and happy, then I kind of like fall back into like, or, you know, when you get to that point as a mom where you're about to like, and just throw mm-hmm. dinner plates everywhere. Cause you're like, I have reached my limit. It's there. And it's rooted in me not letting things go. So this actually was a really good, like, aha uh-huh, light bulb moment that, you know, I do hold on to things because I am a very sensitive person and I do like hold a lot of emotion with things, even though in the moment I do try to very much be like positive and move forward. Like when you brought that to the attention last episode, I'm like, oh, because sometimes in the darkest times of my life, I'm still bringing light to people. And I've been told that before, but I think it's because it's in there. It's ugly. It's dirty. It's juicy. But then at the end of the time, I'm like, I'm trying to be positive and I'm just going to, you know, yeah. so really good to look that deep into it. Totally. This is, yeah, I think this is a topic that we don't have answers to. We'd love to hear from anyone listening. Like, what do you do to let go? What works for you? Whether it's a mindset shift or a tool, but I love just the intention of 
having these conversations and then hoping that something shifts for us and something shifts for, for all of you. Um, so with that, Kendra, what's your oil for letting go? Like how can, how can, so typically when we're creating these episodes, we just think of a topic like literally in the moment, or we'll be like sister audioing back and forth. I'm like, that would be a good, a good topic idea. But in this one, like I said, Sophie created it or like thought of this a topic episode. And so I was like, I don't even know what oil to, to connect with it. And so we were talking this morning before this, and she was like, what about an oil that like detoxes? And I'm like, oh, I would have never thought. And every oil, because it's a plant that comes from root, stem, bark, leaf um, here on earth, it all has a property that can be beneficial physically and emotionally. So I love that. And I really have tapped into the emotional side and the oil that when she said detox, I knew it would be Zendocrine, which is the detox oil. I have the soft gels here because I take it internally because ironically, now that we're talking about this, you really have to get deep internally and take it out. But it is a blend of tangerine, rosemary, geranium, juniper berry, and cilantro. And cilantro is an oil that actually really helps to detox heavy metals. And so whenever there's like a physical thing in the world, I also like to relate it to like just a emotional side of things too. Like it gets to detox those heavy, awful, hard things out. And so I love that it is the oil of vitality and transition. (laughs) So as you are transitioning through letting all that go, I love that. And what's funny is when she said that, I was like, oh, well, typically for letting go, I would think of an oil of transition, which we actually just used recently. And so I was like, we can't use that one again. But then I was like, wait, I didn't even know this. When she said detox, I connected it all back. So it says it's literally designed to cleanse the organs and systems of the body, but emotionally it assists during the times of transition and change, um, helping to detox from old habits and limiting beliefs. It reawakens that life energy and vitality. And it's a really good one. You can literally take it internally to help um, detox and cleanse out all those emotions physically and emotionally, but also to put a couple drops over your solar plexus, which is just your upper stomach. Also the middle of your back, which is going right through that solar plexus to the back and the bottom of the feet. And for anyone that's like intuitively checked in with your body, you know, Mm -hmm. there's certain areas that that just helps, but you're putting that detox right there in the middle. And you know, our gut is our second brain and it's very powerful. And your gut actually not only just holds digestive properties, all of your immune system, or at least 70% of your immune system is housed in your gut. And a whole bunch of your emotions are in your gut. So those butterflies, and like you were saying, when you were a little girl and your tummy would hurt, that's a real thing. When I have moms that come to me and are like, my kids are always having tummy aches and I'm trying to change their food and da, da, da. And I'm like, have you looked at their emotions? And the one we used for that episode in the past was Tamer, the oil of integration. And, and that was like exactly what it is. Like we hold so much in our little tummies as our gut, as our sink and brain. And so applying the oils there is really, really powerful as well. So therapy tool wise, how do you connect this letting go concept? Totally. So, well, first I want to say, I think it's really nice to look at transitions and letting go, because I think that when we're transitioning, there's always an opportunity to let go of parts of us. Mm -hmm. Like in the therapy setting, I usually have really intentional goodbyes with kids or people when we're, or adults, (laughs) kids or adults, they're all people. When we're closing a container of support, we, we let it be really intentional. And I actually do an exercise that we did in the last episode of our last season, where we talked about like, what we're letting go of, what we're bringing with. And people really love that. People have said like, 
every goodbye should be like this because it's an opportunity to leave some parts behind and move forward a little bit lighter. Um, But the tool that I wanted to share was somatic release. So meaning like release through the body. I think that we can um, often look at our emotions and our triggers and our traumas and heal those. And then we feel better in our body, but we can also just look at what's happening in our body and work with it. And then suddenly some of those cognitions and stories and emotions feel different. Um, So I just wanted to plant a seed to think about like what you do to actually move energy through your body, because emotion is energy and motion that lives in your body, whether it's like going for a run and getting adrenaline, you know, the good with the endorphins from the runner. For me, it's like a really good yoga practice that calms the nervous system, really supports me. Um, in addition to shaking and dancing, like I'll literally just like Ah. shake it off, which is what, um, animals do. Like if you, if you think about an animal shaking its body in the forest or a dog shaking it off, it's because animals that aren't humans haven't forgotten, um, they haven't forgotten how to release trauma. So an animal that was attacked by a predator, but then gets away, you see them shaking after, or you see a dog shaking it off. That's because they know how to somatically release and then they don't have to go to therapy for it. It's like, it's like, I never knew that. Yeah. They know how to shake it off. Um, it's the body's natural way of just releasing tension and trauma. So (sighs) invitation to just put a song on and just kind of shake and move it through and then see if you feel emotionally and mentally different after. And I, the last thing I'll say on that is that it can feel like the hardest thing ever to get into that mode of somatic release when you want to be so stuck to your feelings and you want to hold on, but it's just taking that like first step towards doing something with your body to move it through that I find really helpful and is a very constant practice for me. (sighs) Well, this was a good one. Um, Kendra, how can you lead even more with your heart in family and purpose this coming week? Mm. I think being present in the moment, but also not letting those things that are internally there, like really letting go of that stuff. Because mm-hmm. like I said, that like the light bulb moment that happened at the beginning of the episode of like, I think I just let things go and it's so perfect. And it's not a problem for me. But when I, un, you know, peeled back the onion and unmasked that, I was like, actually I hold it so deep that when I get to that root, area where it comes out it's an ugly thing that comes out so really just being aware of that letting those things go and and truly just walking in that what about for you this next week I think it's just my commitment to my practices to stay in my body and stay in breath that helps me release and in our next episode on intuition I'm excited to share a story that relates to the therapy tool of where I like intuitively knew a big moment was coming. And because I had done yoga right before, and I was like in that space of intuition and regulation and not holding on to tension, I was able to meet the moment so easily. It was like basically a crisis moment in our family, but I was like, oh, like I intuitively knew this was coming and mm-hmm. I'm not holding on so we can handle it and work with it and flow with it. And it, it doesn't have to be like held on to. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to share about that moment in our next episode, but Yay. that's it for now. Um, just as a reminder, 
yeah, leave us a review that always helps us get to people that might benefit from hearing our true conversations. Reach out to us. We want to hear from you. And really, truly, I'm amazed that we have people here listening and supporting us. It's really exciting and gives us life and excitement and healing to be doing this. So thank you so much. It is really cool because our intention of this is like, even if no one listened, we get to have our sister moment and we get to download and we get to have that connection in motherhood and sisterhood. But when other people can relate to it, we're like, oh, this community just kind of happened. And we're so thankful for all of you. And follow us on Instagram. We have a new Instagram, Sisterhood Meets Motherhood. And hopefully we can connect deeper with you guys. And yeah, we appreciate you. So until next time. Bye-bye.